So, hey folks, welcome back into the pod. This might be uh, a trigger if you've recently had a loss in your family. So I just want to say that first, so that if you have had a very recent loss, this may not be the podcast for you. Last night, my mother-in-law passed away and she was 92 and my father-in-law who I never met because he passed years prior to my husband and I meeting, um, I'm sure came to get her. And, uh, I just want to do this pod because a lot of things happen when a family member dies and it's hard to go through this process. And while many of us have gone through it, um, and I certainly have, my father passed when I was a teenager, my um, mother passed a few years ago, um, but I have never done the business portion of someone passing. And I think it is uh, interesting that our funeral director said, you know, you'd be surprised many, many people have not done it. So you're not alone because I told her I apologize for all my questions and my ignorance. And she said, you're not alone. She said, that's why we're here is to help families through this process. Now, thankfully, um, about mm, eight months ago, maybe somewhere around there, uh, months ago, we had to pre-plan because my mother-in-law had money in an account that I didn't know about. Another one of Michael's siblings knew about. And the state was saying, you either give that money to the nursing home or you pre-plan her final arrangements. So we chose the latter. And um, I chose Blake Funeral Home uh, nearby my business and where we live and uh, nearby where she lived. And they are awesome. So this is kind of a PSA for pre-planning. Now, pre-planning can include every minute detail, or it can be generalized, which we chose the latter. We knew that Michael's mother is not affiliated with any church congregation. Um, She didn't go to church. So she believed in God, um, raised the kids as Catholics, but they're not adherent and that's not a judgment. It's just a fact. And, uh, so in speaking about it with my husband and his siblings, they didn't really want a service. Thankfully, she already has a plot, um, in the area where my father-in-law is buried And so there was a space for her already. So the expense of that was already taken care of. And funeral homes in Massachusetts, I can't speak for other states because I'm not in other states, allow you to, to set up an escrow account with them. They handle the legal stuff to put money into for your loved one's final expenses or your final expenses. And I was not a big proponent of this. My mother did it, thankfully. Um, I'm grateful for that. One of a few things that I'm grateful for. There aren't that many, but that I am grateful for. 
and uh, I'm going to advocate for everybody, and I will do it myself, um, to pre-plan. Be cut once you know where you're going to be living in your retirement or your later years, okay? Because it really, really, really takes a lot of pressure and work off of the family. For instance, I didn't realize, now I'm a smart person, I'm not stupid. Um, I do know that when somebody passes away, there is a body that remains that has to be very swiftly handled. Um, but I didn't, I guess, think about it. Um, so thankfully the funeral home called us about an hour after she passed and said, we are bringing her into our care. We just need a verbal okay from you. And I said, yes. And, uh, didn't think about that, but that's, you're going to get a phone call about an hour after your loved one passes or they're going to get a call after you pass. And you really need to, um, you know, have some stuff together for your family. Um, obviously God forbid there's a tragic accident or something like that. You're not going to have that because you're not ready in any way, shape or form, but I'm going to advocate for people being ready as ready as possible so that your family members don't have to navigate this road um, when they're still upset that you've passed and aren't in their right minds to figure out what they want to do or what you want to do. Um, that is something that, you know, it, <laughs> it's just one less thing that your family has to do. And when Blake Funeral Home called me and I said, yes, please take my mother-in-law into your care. They did. And that was all the conversation we had to have last night. And then we spoke again this morning and we went over the um, already agreed upon things. We talked about things we had not agreed upon yet. Um, a contract has to be signed and it will be sent to our, our email uh, later today. And then we will, um, you know, finalize. I also had to call the cemetery. Having, if you are going to be buried, having the cemetery plot paid for is um, critical. Because again, your family members have to take care of that. And, you know, you have to move rather swiftly to handle these things and get them in place. And, um, and that is not something that you want to be doing. I am happy to do it for my husband and his family, but this is not my mother and I'm a bad example. But if you were distraught with grief, you wouldn't want to be doing this and you kind of have to. So I'm using this podcast to inform people of what happens and to advocate for pre-planning, even if it's very loosely pre-planning the, the most immediate necessary things will be taken care of and you won't have to be the one who is stepping out of your grief and having to deal with us, making a deposit at a funeral home, setting up that escrow account. If it's available in your state, 
Um, I don't know if it's like a federal thing. I have no idea. So check with your state. Um, if you know where you're going to be or you know where you want to be. Um, I just want to, through this podcast, shout out to my uncle who is deceased now and my aunt who is still living, who handled this with my dad and made sure that at 16 years old, while I did have to handle more stuff than most 16 year olds did because I had a useless mother, um, they stepped in to the breach and they took care of it. And I will always be grateful for that as I do this for my husband and realize what has to be done. And for my dad, um, he had to be transported from Montana to, uh, Massachusetts. So my, my uncle had a lot more to deal with than I do. And, um, I will always be grateful to my aunt and my uncle for doing that. They did not need to do that, but they did. And, um, I'm grateful. So, um, the immediate things are you have to know almost immediately what to do with the remains of your family member. Um, you don't want to be making this decision during that time. It's just not, it's not healthy mentally and it's not good financially. Um, so we had this pre-planning and Blake took over and I handled calling the, the cemetery today and that is all ready and waiting. And, um, so I think the best thing that you can do for your family is let them know, um, on paper or in verbal form, um, your spouse, your kids, whatever, um, that you either want to be cremated or not, that you want to be interred, um, if you're cremated or not, obviously if you're not cremated, you have to be interred somewhere. Um, you know, there's a waiting period for cremation, um, at least in Massachusetts. Um, doctors have to sign off. Legal papers have to be signed. Um, all sorts of things have to be done that if you pre-plan, you have less to do. And it's better in those first few days to have less to do. So pre-plan, make a decision, write it down. Um, even if it's not formalized, at least your family members will have it. Um, and let your family know that whether or not you want them to have to stand there for calling hours or not. Um, some families are very, um, married to that idea and I respect that. I've gone to many awake. I'm sure I'll have to go to more. Some families are not married to that. It is too difficult for them and they don't want to do it. And that's okay too. Um, but make your wishes known and think about your family members and what they have to go through after you are gone. Because it is, um, it's a lot. Even just the most basic things are a lot. And, uh, you know, the reality of the situation is the easier we can make it on our families why would we not do that? So go and talk to your family. And if you're getting older, you know, you're 60, 65, 70, and you've, you know, done all your, your will and trust and all those things, and you've got all that set, but it's too morbid to talk about, you know, your final arrangements, maybe put it down in a document and get it notarized. Um, maybe take it upon yourself to set up a, um, 
an account if that's done in your state, as I said, and make a deposit in there um, and fill out the form that says what you would like. And that way, um, and just let your family members know where you have made your, your prearrangement. And that way, once you pass from this life, it will be more, much easier on your family because I can tell you that, um, you know, grief is different for everyone. Some people shut down. Some people are able to handle it. Uh, some people want to handle it and some people don't. It is a very difficult thing. And having chosen a funeral home that is going to assist you through your process, not push things on you, not force you to do things, um, and you not having to make any financial decisions um, while you're in a state of flux after your loved one dies is super important. And, um, you know, I didn't really ever think I'd be an advocate for pre-planning. When my mother did it, I thought it was a great idea, but I never, I didn't really think about it too much because it's far in the future of, you know, of her passing. And I'm grateful that she did that. Um, she was very good about stuff like that. Um, putting the house in a trust and pre-planning her funeral and final expenses, I should say. Um, and all of that. And, uh, it really, really, really helped my brother and I uh, immensely. Um, so again, give it some thought and I don't want to be morbid. I never want to be. I certainly hope and pray that I live a super long life and, um, I hope that I am a big enough person that I can pre-plan so that my family members don't have to do it because I think it is a really a hardship and, um, it's just uncomfortable. And I want my family someday, many years from now, if there's anybody left when I go to have an easy time of it. And so that's our plan. And I think it should be your plan too. But of course you have to go with your gut and decide for yourself. But I'm grateful that we did this for my mother-in-law so that my husband and his sisters did not have to do um, a ton of work that is at a time when you just don't feel like answering all those questions and doing all those things. So here's to long lives for everyone, long, healthy lives, and thanks for listening.